It's the Dogcast episode number 391. Alabama comes to Athens. And I got to tell you, I'm almost too excited to do the pregame show. I don't even know what I'm talking about right now. fans. It's the Dogcast, episode number 391. This is the Alabama pregame show. Old Dog. And the Southern postgame show. And the Southern postgame show. Hey, how about that marching band? I I, I will say. The human jukebox. That marching band was really damn, no, no lie, pretty impressive. They were much, they were just measurably louder than the Redcoats. I, and I, listen, I love the Redcoats. Don't get me wrong. I love them. And I think the Redcoats are, it's more my style. Don't get me wrong. But that band was pretty good. And they were really, really loud. Well, there you go. What more can you ask for? There you go. Loud, who cares? loud music at halftime where you take a leap. Who, who cares, right? <laughs> exactly. Uh, real quick on Southern, uh, you know, a couple things to point out. Again, special teams. Our, our kickoff coverage still lacks a lot. Uh, here's, here's my theory on Alabama. If we can't kick it in the end zone, kick the some bitch out of bounds and give it to him at the 35. <laughs> Do uh, something. I mean, one, one or the other, because I'm telling you the way our coverage is and the way these guys get out of position and kind of cave in and for the guy to come in reverse, Alabama's going to be quicker. And if we continue doing what we're doing, may not be Alabama, but someone's going to take it to the house against us. Again, kick it in the damn end zone. Because if you kick it in the end zone and it's a touchback, you have no fear at all of a guy taking it to the house for seven. If not, and we can't do it, then kick the son bitch out of bounds and give it to him at the 35 and hope the defense can hold him. Absolutely. Um, it was the tale as you have, like you said. Yeah, again, we showed our weakness on the short pass over the middle. We're going to have to get better on that against Alabama. And we've got to come and play four full quarters because I'm telling you, the first half, we were not focused. Offensive Offensive line looked bad. We had 65 total yards against a, against a team that we didn't even know where they were, where they were located until Wednesday of last week. I and, understand, and but listen. Took, and it took Nick Chubb chewing some ass, which hats off to him, a sophomore sitting in there chewing some ass on, on our offensive line that's full of seniors, telling them to get focused, to hold your damn block, and I'll do the rest. Listen, I agree with everything you just said, and I'm glad that we were able to kick it in gear. But I gotta be, you gotta be fair. We spend the whole damn week talking about how easy it is gonna be to beat Southern, about how we really are just kind of taking the week off. You can't talk about taking the week off and then get pissed 
when they take no, the week off. I'm you not know? saying the players take the week off. We as fans are taking the week off. I know what you're saying, all, all, but I'm telling you. There are 365 days in a year, and these, I know. Guys, and these guys play a game that means something 13 days out of 365. I don't think it's too much to ask that they bring it every game. No doubt about it, but I'm just telling you, they were able to kick. I'm glad they kicked it in gear when they needed to, and I'm further glad that they took their week off last week and not this week, right? If we well, got to get that out of our let's system, hope. let's get that out of our system, right? And, and, let's, and let's hope it is. Absolutely. So let's move on okay. to the game of the year, the game of the week, the Alabama game. Gangs Nick Saban. Nick Saban bringing the Crimson Tide to Athens. And, uh, you know, we are a one-point favorite. A lot and, has been made out of the fact that we're a one-point favorite. It was, it was not pretty the last time they rolled into town. No, the last time they rolled into town, uh, it was really, really not pretty. The last blackout game that ever happened and will ever happen. Um, what was that halftime score? 31-7? to 7? 31 to 6? I thought it was, I thought it was 80 to nothing. I mean, that's what it felt (laughs) like. Maybe it was 80 to nothing. But I'll tell you guys, there's, we're going to talk more about the details of this game. But I will tell you, we have everything we need to win this game. We have a better, more complete offense. I mean, immeasurably, whether you want to count it statistically or, or whatever. We have a much better offense, and we have a better defense. And, I mean, we have the home field advantage. We have everything we need to win this game. The so only the, thing we don't have is good concessions. Yeah. God almighty. Don't go. Oh, my God. Don't yeah, get started. That's the worst. But anyway, yeah, we have terrible concessions. We have community college. We have West Georgia uh, Kennesaw State concessions. I mean, nothing wrong with Kennesaw State concessions unless you put 92,000 people in there trying to get a Coke at one time, right? Not going to work. So we have everything we need to win this game. So the question is, are we going to come out of that tunnel with the right mindset to play 60 minutes of football? Are we going to bring our A game? Are we going to come out hot or or not? That's the question. Well, and, and I mean, here it is again. We we really literally don't have that many of them. And this is – here's another watershed game for Coach Rick. It's time for him and his staff to set up and prove to people like me who are absolute doubters that he can win the big one when everything is on the line. And believe me, everything is on the line. Mississippi already proved Alabama can be beat. Yeah, Mississippi. Got, hell, I Hugh mean, Freeze took care of business. You yeah. know, Hugh Freeze and freaking what's that quarterback? Chad Kelly. Chad, no, what's his name? The quarterback over there, the kid who used to be from Clemson. Uh, you know, the kid he wanted to take an AK-47 and hunt down Miss South Carolina. I don't know what his name. Chip Kelly, Chad Kelly. I, I don't know what his name is. Anyway, Ole Miss. They took care of business. Can we take care of business? That's the question. Exactly. Do you think for a second that we're not as good as freaking Ole Miss, the Rebel Black Bears? 
Are we not as good as the black bears of old? <laughs> I can't even say that with a straight face. Oh, I the, know. Re- I, the I rebel mean, black know, bear. But anyway. And, and again, it, it's it's put up or shut up time for the coaching staff. I mean, they've got, we on paper, we've got superior talent. As you said, we've got the home field. We've got them where we want them. It's time for us to to win a game that we – a close game, a close game against an opponent of equal talent. I mean, look, with the talent we have, I could have coached and won these first four games. You could have coached and won these first four games. And they don't need to pay me $10 million or whatever the hell these guys get. This is this is the kind of game where these guys need to earn their money. They We need to come out and we need to beat them. And we need to have it where we're beating them with something they haven't seen before. I'm hoping we've held back. I'm hoping we're going to shock them and surprise them and do something that they haven't seen and, and hang some points on them and beat Alabama. Let's make it 1976 all over again. Like you said, this is the kind of game, this is why you hire a guy like Jeremy Pruitt. You don't bring in Jeremy Pruitt to, to, you know, like you said, to scheme for Southern or for Kentucky. You bring him in to play at the highest levels. And you guys, and hell, I'll tell you something else. You know, my whole family, God, they fret and fret. There's so much grinding of teeth over this AP ranking, right? Oh my gosh. My kids wait for the AP ranking to come out on Sunday like it's Christmas morning or something. And I tell them every week, who cares? It doesn't mean mean anything. Because if we can't beat Alabama, it don't matter. And if we do beat Alabama, it don't matter. It still don't matter because ESPN hadn't put their little collective group together on Thursday night to tell us who the top four are. And Those that's polls. The, and that's the only thing that matters. <laughs> Those polls will take care of themselves if we take care of business on the field. We can't allow our fate to be in the hands of ESPN or the voters or the, the damn black, I don't know, the cabal, the trilateral commission. We can't allow that. We've got to beat these guys. This is why Pruitt is here. This is why Coach Rick is here. This is what we come for. Hell, old dog, we've even got the beauty queen on our side. They had that woman, what's her name, Catherine Webb, A.J. McCarron's girlfriend. They've, we have they're the beauty old, they're queen. They're old news. They're old news. We've got the beauty queen. We've got the better quarterback. We have all the advantages, man. No excuses. Hammer down. Get after their ass. And let's beat Bama. Absolutely. And we should. So let's talk a little bit about the game, old dog. Isaiah McKenzie. Let's talk about this week, okay? So apparently, <laughs> what is your take on this Isaiah McKenzie thing? He goes to Chili's. He doesn't like the guacamole. And he says, you know, he says some things that makes the waitress upset. And now, and then it's literally a federal case all of a sudden, you know? Yeah. What, what well, is going you know, on in Chili's? Apparently when you tell someone you're going to kill them, it, it could, <laughs> it could make you feel a little nervous. <laughs> I'm just, guacamole is I'm pissing just, me off. 
I, I'm just saying. But it, but it is, it is, I think, kind of a little bit of a stretch to have him up on some kind of a terrorist charges. I know, right? You know, um, yeah, I'm so kidding. Isaiah McKenzie, he, he can't be a terrorist. He goes to Georgia. If he were a terrorist, he'd be at Georgia Tech, okay? Exactly. Clearly, exactly. he's not a terrorist, right? Well, you know, I don't, I don't know. He may spend a lot of time on South Campus, and that's a that's easy. a damn breeding ground. Easy, that's easy. Ground for so I Rico mean, I, McGraw, I'll tell you what true true Americans were educated on North Campus. Easy, big fella. <laughs> listen, listen. I'm a South Campus guy myself, and my I bleed Reagan me. red, baby. So listen. Um, Rico McGraw back in practice. Davin Bellamy back in practice. Bellamy out with a concussion last week is probable for this week's game. Rico McGraw less so. Um, I'm not worried about that though. Bellamy's the guy we need. Uh, we are full strength on defense. Uh, Malcolm Parrish looking good. Sanders looking good. Mauger looking good. All of our linebackers, Floyd Carter, you know, the, the deal. We are, man. We are in such good shape. We, I'll tell you this, old dog. We will never get, maybe not in mine in your lifetime, well, certainly not your lifetime, but uh, we may never get this good or this favorable a setup again when it comes to things like suspensions, injuries, home field. We have all the advantages we need to win this game this week. I'm, I'm very optimistic. Well, and, and I am too. And... You know, getting into the game, I, I think this is what's going to happen. I imagine that Alabama has been watching a whole lot of tape from last year's Florida game. And I think that's how they are going to attack us. Uh, last year, we're, we're good against a run on the outside because we're damn fast. But quite frankly, we sucked when someone tried to power it up the middle on us because every, anyone that tried to power it up the middle on us did. And we know what happened. They've got not not the kind of offensive line that they've had in the past, but they've got an SEC offensive line. They've got a bruiser and a running back in Henry. He ain't bad. And I'm telling you, they're going to pound the rock up the middle to make a stop them. Their quarterback situation is not that good. I don't think he's the kind of guy that's going to beat us, but they have been watching. They know we're soft in the middle. 7 to 12 yards down. I'm hoping that we've just been laying back and we've got a game plan to stop that shit. I hope that Pruitt really, I mean, come on, man. What more motivation does Pruitt need, buddy? You can't tell me Pruitt is not going to stay up this week. You know, he's saying I'm not out there making the plays. The players got to make the plays. Me being from Alabama, not a big deal. I think that is bull crap, dude. Let me tell you something. Jeremy Pruitt is going to have his damn game face on this weekend, <laughs> and he well, damn and, sure wants to beat Nick Saban and Kirby Smart and wants well, to show them who say, the better D.C. And, is. Right, and, and no pun intended, but I'm sure he would like to show Smart who the smarter D defensive coordinator is and sh and show Saban I mean he's got something to prove man something real to prove and well, I believe our, he's going to get it done you know I mean and quite frankly our entire coaching staff has something to prove this is what people like me bitch about this is the kind of game that year in and year out I bitch about because come Saturday afternoon more 
more times than not, we've been on the losing end of this and shouldn't have been. And it's because we've done something dumbass. Pooch and kicks or damn bad clock pooch. management or whatever. Just Yeah. So we need to eliminate that. Everybody needs to be on their A game. We don't, we got to take this seriously. This is big boy football. This is what the SEC is all about. Yeah, this is big defense versus big running game. This is old school. I mean, this is it, kids. This is it. I mean, it does, it really actually does not get bigger than this. This is, this is why we donate thousands of dollars to be able to sit in the stadium to witness this, this kind of game. Right. I mean, no one, no one writes a check for seven grand to watch us play Southern because they've got a great halftime. The game. human jukebox. Nobody pays to see the human jukebox. You know, this is this is why you write the check to the Hartman Fund because you want to be in the stadium and you want to tell people, I was there when we beat Alabama. Because I'm telling you, outside of 1980 in New Orleans, being on the tracks in '76. Is a was was one of the best experiences I've ever had. So, as you said, they're going to pound it right up the middle. They're going to throw over the. They're going to try. And yeah, and they know we're vulnerable to the tight end too. I'm telling you, yep. they're going to throw to the tight end. They're going to drag him behind the linebackers. They're going to throw over the middle, and they're going to run Henry right between the tackles. That's when they've well, got the ball. Now, when we've are. got the, the ball, other thing, and the other thing we need to watch out for. And if you've paid attention to these first four games, as good as our linebacking core is, they do love to bite on a fake. Yeah. And we have got, I mean, I hope they have drilled it in those guys' heads. Misdirection, we have got to play our position. Super we disciplined, have got to play stay home. Fundamental football, stay home. Because they're, I mean, Alabama's coaches are smart. They know what our tendencies are. They've seen our weaknesses. It's our job to correct those weaknesses. We've had four games to do it. We need to have our A game for four quarters. So let's talk about when we have the ball. Now, Alabama's specialty is not speed on defense. They're not at all like we are. They're big, heavy bruisers in the middle. What that presents for us, the unique problem that presents for us, is they're not real big on edge-to-edge, sideline-to-sideline defense. But we have a running back. Our starter is a big fan of running between the tackles, exactly right into Alabama's wheelhouse, which is stop the run between the tackles. It so And they have all returning starters on the defensive line. Their down linemen are all returning starters and they know how to block. they know how to suck down offensive line and they know how to free up players to follow and track Nick Chubb down. So is the line gonna be able to get to the next level and make holes in the middle where Chubb be, or are we really gonna mix it up on the edge and put Chubb out there into a toss sweep or put Michelle out in space on the edge? That's Schottenheimer's problem or, you know, challenge this weekend. What do you think, old dog? Well, I mean, I think you're exactly right. I mean, Chubb says he likes to run between the tackles. I, I love the toss sweep. Everybody knows that. I like to see us get outside. I think that's where our strength's going to be. Uh, you know, Alabama, what, has not given up 100 yards 
to any back, I think, in the 21st century. I'm not positive. Well, they've only given but, up 10 100-yard rushers in the last 112 games. It's happened 10 times in 112 games. They have given up 100 yards because Todd Gurley did it to them. He's one of the 10. But let me tell you something. It don't happen often. They don't even average no. one a season. And, you know, the thing is, we, we've we got to be focused. Offensive line supposed to be one of the strengths of the team. Now's the time to prove it. Yeah, Rob Sale. I mean, let's see what you is, got, this, brother. This is it, you know. I mean, anybody can be good against Southern. Anybody can be good against, you know, whatever the Louisiana team we played. Monroe, Lafayette, you know, who who the hell knows where they were from. <laughs> who cares? You know, South Carolina, South Carolina's in a down year. Uh, you know, Vanderbilt's not that good. You know, this is our first test, and let's hope we pass it. Absolutely. And And we, both teams are going to play to their strength. I mean, I think we've probably got the better quarterback. I think we've got the better running game. And receiving cores are probably about equal. Uh, you know, who's going to make the plays? Who's going to step up? Who's going to be able to complete those passes to loosen up the defense to allow the runners to run? I mean, both of I, I would think both of them are going to come out and they're going to stack the box. Yeah. And they're going to, I mean, you know, if you're Alabama right now, who who would you rather who would you rather think is going to beat you? Is going to be Nick Chubb or Grayson Lambert? Right. You're going to try to stop Chubb on defense on our part. It sure ain't their quarterback. It's going to be Derrick Henry. Damn right. We've got to stop him, and we're going to and we're going to say we're taking Derrick Henry away from you. You find a way to beat us if you can. And I think Alabama's going to come in. We're going to take your running game away from you or try to. You got to beat. If you're going to win this game, you've got to beat us another way. Man, I'm really, really excited. <laughs> I, I mean, this is this is the kind of game. This is what we live for. This you know, is I why mean, we do this I mean, podcast, man. It, it's Alabama. It's Auburn <laughs> every year. It's Florida. I mean, those are the games. There are three or four games a year that have significance and are great, great games. Don't get me wrong. Anytime you're in Sanford Stadium watching the dogs play football, it's great. But those games are at a different level. Absolutely. And I'm really excited, dude. The kickoff's at 3.30, dog fans. We're going to be full strength. Fans, you got to leave it all there, baby. we got to leave it all out in the parking lot. we got to tailgate like champions. we got to chill like champions. we got to do it all. we got to – we've just – man, I'm just – I'm so geeked up, I can't even hardly talk about it right now. I'm just, I'm wired. I am just wired. I couldn't even wait to do the damn pregame show, old dog. We had to do the pregame show a damn day early because I couldn't even wait to talk about it. I know, because we're excited. (laughs) We're excited. This is it, it, kids. This This is is, the name, this is is the whole thing. Exactly. I mean, this is what it's all about. Saturday in Athens. Alabama, Nick Saban coming to town. Dog fans, we are excited. We hope you're excited. We're ready for a big week. Kickoff is at 3.30 on Saturday on CBS. Old Dog, do you have any words of wisdom to take this team out on before we wrap this show? Come out, be, play four quarters. Be prepared. Be ready. No, this is, this is the game that separate this this game 
a win puts us in the upper echelon of power football. A win, a win makes the rest of the country feel like we do about our team. I mean, you go outside of the state of Georgia and Georgia fans, no one thinks we're a national power. We've deluded ourselves into thinking we are, but we haven't been. This puts us on the damn map. This is the kind of game that if we win, yeah, we're in the hunt. The Georgia football means something on a national scale. If we lose, we ain't shit. We're just another, we're just another wannabe team that's going to win the games they should win and maybe once or twice win a game they shouldn't. But overall, they're going to, it's, you know, nine and three and, and go into the belt bowl. Oh man, don't say is, belt bowl. You get me talking, thinking about Tracy Rocker. You, do you like playing in the damn belt bowl? Cause I well, and, hate, and exactly. I and hate playing the in the of, damn belt bowl. That's the kind of attitude we need. This, this game shows that we are a, shows, shows the rest of the country what we think we are. That we're a team that needs to be in the talk of of national powerhouse football teams. Roger that, buddy. Roger that. Now listen, before we go, I have one kudo to hand out this week. A good friend of the show, friend of yours, friend of mine, the lost dog from Arkansas, who is an avid player of the pool, old dog. Is sitting on top. He's sitting on top, man. Our my man Lee Mitchell from Arkansas sitting on top of the pool. He is, uh, you know, he's excited. He th- he's got it all going on, dude. He's he's really excited because you fixed your audio quality, which is he Lee Mitchell was probably our most vocal detractor about the um, about the the audio quality. So he's excited about the audio quality. Well, and, obviously, he's a perfectionist. Yeah, and he's on top eight and one in the pool this week, so it's crazy. But Lee Mitchell, congratulations on winning the pool this week. And you know, old dog, we have a ton of Alabama fans. Really, a really sizable, measurable number of Alabama fans that listen to the Dogcast, even though they pull for Alabama, they listen to us every week. And you know why? Because we're the best. Just because we're the best. They're like, you're just freaking entertaining. Hell, I just listen to the dog cast. I don't even care about the damn Bulldogs. I just like listening to the dog cast. So we have other fan bases, but I think Alabama is probably the fan base that contributes the most after Georgia to our listenership. So to all those Bama listeners out there, and we know you're out there, um, thanks for Around the bowl and down the hole. Roll, tide, roll. That's all I got to say. That's my cheer for this week. Down with the tide. Dogs on top. Old dog, have you got a score predict score prediction for the game? Thirty five twenty one dogs. Hmm. Alright. I'm down with that. I'm going to call it a little bit closer. I'm going 35-28. I think we win by a touchdown, but it's going to be undecided late. It's going to be pretty damn late. But I think we get a pick that sets us up for a late score, 
and we grind it out, run the clock, win by one touchdown, 35-28. Man, I'm excited. I'm so amped. All right, dog fans. Old dog, you got anything else? No, that's it. Just, just if you're come out and play with pride. This is why you went to the University of Georgia. This is the kind of game that you have dreamed about playing in since you were a little kid. This is one of three or four meaningful games that we play in a year. Make it your game. Have pride in yourself and come out and give 100% from the start of the game to the end of the game. Stay focused. Do what you're supposed to do. This is Alabama. This is this is the SEC team that the rest of the nation holds up and says, this is it. This is what the SEC is all about. This is the personification of football perfectionist. And we need to take them down. Absolutely. And we can. Like I said, we beat Bear. We beat Bear Bryant in 1976. Like, hey, stopped at 20, 21 to nothing, and stopped a train on the track. <laughs> Told the train, "You ain't going nowhere because we're not moving." Hey. Like you we said, we told that train. We told that train. If you're gonna go, you're gonna kill us. <laughs> because I'm watching a football because game. Damn you! Oh right. man, that's awesome, dog fans. That's what it's all about. We, if I have to stop a damn train to beat Alabama, we will stop the damn train. But that's, that's what it, that's, that's dedication. We on the tracks, baby. <laughs> that's dedication right there, baby. Dog fans, thanks for listening. Give us a call at 706-363-0210. Email us at dogcast at gmail.com. Check us out on our app at Dog Sports Radio V Sporto. Just type in Dog Sports Radio. Awesome app. You can listen to us anytime. All of our shows are on there, plus a lot of other Bulldog content. We really appreciate the support. We appreciate you guys listening to us. Thanks for everything you do. Go dogs. Today is not just any Saturday. This Saturday is about tradition. It's about fans. It's about team. It's about legend. And Bobo throws that thing in the end zone and... It's Saturday. It's Saturday. Like I said, it's Saturday. It's Saturday in Athens. Saturday, 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 night's alright. Saturday, 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 night's alright. It's time. To tee it up between the hedges.